but the moment you have that kind of self love, self awareness, and and, and self confidence, you become your inner compass, gonna guide you through the storm. Welcome to the Wellness Hood Podcast, a place where curious individuals like you gather to explore the diverse realms of wellness. Here we share, learn, and inspire one another on our journey to reach our best version. Hello, how are you today? Today, I'm really happy because if you're listening to this, it means that the Wellness Hood Podcast, it's live. I am Monse Costales and I'll be the hosting here, bringing amazing people to share, to just get your curiosity going and help you learn or maybe refresh some of the knowledge that you have or you're interested in. The idea is to help everybody reach their best version. And I have two things to ask you. One, it's please bear with us. We are new, we are learning, and it's just going to get better from here. And two, please let's co-create it. I want to make it interesting for you. So I need to hear what you like to know about. What are you curious about? What are you having doubts about? Any topic with wellness that you want to know more about it or someone specifically that you'd like me to talk about uh, or to? So just let me know. That's how we're going to make it interested for you and for me. So who are we having here today? Today in our first chat, um, I'm going to be talking to Tiffany. Tiffany is somebody that I have so much to thank for because when you set up your own business and you ask somebody, hey, can you be the first person that I interview in my podcast? She didn't doubt it and she went and said yes. And that means a lot when she didn't even knew what this is all about, what is it going to look like. She just came and we did it. So thank you so much, Tiffany. And today with Tiffany, we're going to talk about courage. She's going to define what courage means to her. And she's going to give us fantastic tools and tips on how to make it happen. A little bit more about Tiffany. So Tiffany has an amazing expertise and knowledge. She is a certified coach and a trainer. He also is a consultant on image and etiquette. And she really makes sort of how you look in the outside to give you that confidence and that clarity in your life. So almost like a journey from outside to inside yourself. She worked not only with adults, she also worked with children and she's got amazing programs and a lot of things going on. You'll hear more about it. So without further ado, here you have the first of many great conversations. Enjoy. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you for being here. How are you? Hi, Monse. I'm good. And uh, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of the Wellness Food. I'm really excited for our conversation today. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. So tell me more about it. I always like people <laughs> to introduce themselves. Tell me more about you. You know, do, do your bio from when you were born to nowadays. Tell us your journey, please. Yes, yes, sure. So first of all, thank you so much for the introduction. Is is I uh, has explained quite a bit about what I'm doing. Uh, so yes, I am a certified uh, image consultant, children's coach, and also holistic health coach. Um, so I originally, I was from Vietnam, but I've been living in Singapore for the last 18 years. And I've now become Singaporean. So uh, yesterday actually was, in fact, my official ceremony being a Singaporean. And um while I was watching the videos and, you know, um, saying the pledge, uh, I almost felt, you know, I'm, I'm going to cry because it's such an emotional moment. Uh, Singapore has been my home for, for so long. 
Um, so so it's, it's, um, it's my pleasure to be here in the country for a really long time. And uh, before being a coach and, and trainer, I was uh, working in corporates for more than 11 years. So I was working in um, at tech industries. I was really blessed and thankful. I've got a chance to work with a lot of amazing companies and amazing people. But you know, you never know what life is going to bring to you, right? So a lot of events happens along the way. I found my purpose, right? Initially, I became a coach, holistic health coach. And then I became a trainer on a personal image and also children's coach. Because as, as you mentioned at initial um, introductions, that I love to work with uh, people, helping them to you know gain clarity and confidence in their life. Yes. I am also a mother of uh, a 10-year-old girl, and she was born on the same day as me. So we share the same birthday. So that is a little fun fact about me. <laughs> Excellent. So first of all, congratulations on your citizenship. What an amazing celebration. I can't imagine Thank how emotional you. that will be. Obviously, yes, yes, yes. Well, I mean, it's all really exciting. Tell us a little bit more of what does it mean to be a consultancy on image and etiquette? What is your role and, and how you help people? So as an image and an etiquette consultant, so I work with not just women, you know, also working with a men as well. I don't want men to feel left out here. Uh, but I'm working, helping them in terms of their personal branding, you know, in terms of their image, uh, the way that they dress, the way that uh, they are carrying themselves, which is in also including uh, building their confidence through verbal and non-verbal communications. I am also helping them in terms of a social and professional etiquette, you know, how to actually navigate in professional setting, especially dining setting. So to help them to avoid awkward situations, because sometimes when it's come to, you know, professional setting events, right? Um, using cutleries in the right way, it can be quite, you know, confusing. You know, it's a, it's a confusing work to navigate around. Or, you know, when you're in a different setting in terms of work, in terms of social setting, how you wanted to carry yourself across and how you're going to be able to bring your authentic self at the same time can be challenging as well. So that is what I help people, you know, in terms of personal branding at the same time also building their confidence as an individual person. Yeah. Beautiful. And also you do it with children as well. Is it a similar, uh, when you talk about courtesy and confidence, how do you play? Uh, what's your role with the kids? Yes. So it's also a very similar because for children, right, they, they are mini adults, right? Eventually they're going to grow up. They're going to step into the real world. So in fact, my first workshop for children is going to start on 1st of June. And the workshop is called Confidence Booster. So we are working on their confidence through meeting and greeting, how to create a great first impression, how to have a good manners, right? How to actually make friends because children, right? Making friends can be easy because they are very innocent. They don't really think much as us, but they also need help in terms of skill and techniques, right? How to actually make it easier and how to actually help them to feel more confident sharing and introducing about themselves. So it's very similar with the adults, but the way that we do it, the way we teach the kids going to be different because it has to be also in a way uh, that is fun and interactive. Fantastic. I mean, I, I just love how you sort of pick really different resources and sort of make it work, <laughs> right? You just yes. you just started with your image and etiquette, then you focus on the kids and assume uh, leading by being a mom and having a child yourself, <laughs> that, that give your perspective. And then you yes. did your IAN um, holistic um, health approach as well. So it's it's a beautiful package and how you combine it. So living well with Tiffany's, what is your key objective there? So my key objective is, again, start with 2C, right? Clarity and confidence. And I think I've mentioned quite a few times since our conversation is that it starts from myself, right? Because I used to be a person who lack of clarity in life. I used to be a person that lack of confidence about myself. So 
I believe that this is a two most essential skill that can help everybody to thrive in their life, right? It's not so much about working on your outer works, that is your appearance, you know, uh, your look, how you sound, but it's also about having an inner work, you know, working on yourself, overcome your limiting belief, uh, having more self-love, self-awareness. So for me, it's really about helping individuals. I love to work with women. So I'm going to be a bit biased here. So uh, I really love to work with women and also children. Uh, help them to, you know, gain clarity and confidence in life so that they can be healthy and happy from the inside out. It's beautiful. Do you think, and it's interesting because you just mentioned that you like to work with women. Is this because you think women are more judgmental about themselves? Or it's, it's I've been as well in the corporate world and you tend to see men are more confident and women are always the ones that I don't know if it's genetically or mm. hormonal or what it is or not, but we always seem to be a bit more demanding and a little bit more uh, asking more for um, ourselves. And that's where maybe uh, you mentioned that the more with women. I don't know, what, why, why more with women? Or because you're a woman? Tell us a little bit more. <laughs> yes, so definitely, the, like you mentioned, because I'm a woman. So, you know, when you're a woman, it's easier to actually empathize yeah, right, with, uh, with women's fellows. But I think it's also about in corporates because um, I came from corporate and I, I've realized that you know, in corporate, there is a lot of uh, masculine energy and there is nothing wrong with that, right? Because we are a generator, right? Do more, achieve more, get more, make more. So there's a lot of masculine energy around that. But I feel that sometimes we kind of forgetting about feminine energy. So feminine energy is all about supporting each other, empowering each other, nurturing each other. And that is the reason why I wanted to bring more of that feminine energy in life and at work. And um, as a coach and a trainer, right, I, I wanted to actually lead as an example, right? You can be a leader and you still can be feminine at the same time. And I want to actually empower women to be feminine. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to say, oh, you, you're so ladylike. You know, being ladylike and being weak are completely different things. So I, I think it's just a way of me, you know, showing that there is a way for you to be your authentic self and still can be successful. I love this. Uh, that totally resonates with me. So I really like it. So if we're going back to your two key focuses, which you say is confidence and clarity. And today we want to focus about courage. So obviously mm -hmm. there's a link along of them. So tell us more about it. What's your definition of courage and how everything goes together? Yes. Right. Having courage, I think, is a very common uh, definition is, you know, having doing something adventurous, doing something that is daring. Uh, but for me, having a courage means uh, be able to be true to yourself, you know, be, be able to be true with your identity, with your emotions and with your values. And, and this actually remind me about a saying that uh, Oprah Winfrey have said, um, and she was saying something like this, is that uh, you can't be brave living your life and your work without disappointing anyone. It doesn't work that way. So it means that, you know, being brave with your life, your value and your purpose first require you that you have to be vulnerable. You know, you might be very different. Having a courage means that you're going to go in a completely different directions with everybody else. Like you're going this direction and everybody is going this direction. So, you know, having a courage might feel that, you know, you feel lonely at times because you are alone in your journey. But it also means that you're going to find your own tribes. Right? You're going to find people who are sharing the same value and same purpose as you. So for me, that is, you know, having a courage means, you know, being true to yourself and don't be afraid to standing alone. It doesn't mean that you're going to stand alone forever, but, you know, take it as a chance that eventually you're going to be able to find your own tribe. 
Absolutely. And I think considering in the times that we live where there's a fast pace and a lot of pressures in, in, in many levels, uh, even from social media to with colleagues at work or, or just in the environment that you live, mm-hmm. that courage, it's really important because sometimes it feels like there's a path to follow, but if your heart is not with it, obviously then something is not working in there, right? And, yes. and I truly believe in order to find your happiness and your way, you need to follow your true inside. So tell us more about this. What what do you think are the two key obstacles that, that prevent people to sort of step out of their comfort zone and, and sort of follow that trust in themselves or their own direction? Yes. So I think it's going to be two main things. The, the first one is normally people are afraid of stepping out of their comfort zone is that they are lacking of clarity, right? Because for you to make connections, you need to know where you're heading towards to or else you feel... You know, it's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And it's actually, it's going to create a lot more anxiety. And it's going to make us feel frozen that we don't want to move or we don't want to take any action. So first one, you really need to have clarity. What you want to do and which directions are you heading to? Um, so a lot of people are actually lacking of that. And the second one is a fear of judgment, right? Fear of judgment that, oh, what would people think of me? What would my family think of me? What would my colleague think of me? You know, am I doing the right thing? Can I be successful? You know, and a lot of time we use a measurement of success is a financial kind of basis, right? Mm-hmm. You only consider yourself successful when you earn a lot of money. And when you are not earning a lot of money, that means you are not successful. So we kind of bring ourselves in, in those uh, fear of judgment that I'm not enough. I'm not doing the right thing. So for me, it's definitely two things, right? Lack of clarities and fear of judgment. That makes a lot of sense. And I think um, if we look into clarity first, we can just uh, separate it and go one by one. If you look mm-hmm. into clarity, I think it's not a surprise. I mean, I, I a lot of people that I work with, they don't know what they want. It's just, it's almost like you are on that path, on that speed train, and you just follow. And sometimes you lose a little mm-hmm. bit yourself, right? So is, is this part of what you do, Tiffany, is in helping people to sort of, how you help them to find that clarity? Yes. Before, I was actually helping people to find clarities. And I also mentioned a lot of time when I talk to people is that when I became a coach, right, the very first person that I coach is myself. Right. So um, I became my, my first client and the way that I help myself and also people in terms of finding clarity is to actually identify their golden triangle. And this is a exercise, very useful exercise. I believe that you know, anyone who listens to this podcast can easily do it at home. Is that write out on a piece of paper, right? Just draw a triangle. And then the first point of the triangle is going to be your passions. What do you love to do? You know, what do you enjoy doing? What bring joy to your life, right? You need to really know what you're passionate about. It could be anything, right? Don't overthink it. It could be drawing, painting, sketching. It could be building a community. It could be working with children or it could be helping company, entrepreneur, successful, anything. But passion, right? Something that you love and bring joy to your life. And the second one is your talent, right? What you enjoy doing is one thing, but you also need to be good at it. If you are thinking of it as a business and if you're thinking of doing it something in, in a long run, identify your talents or so-called your genius zone, right? The area that you shine the most, the, the area that you see a lot of results in yourself, in helping people. So that is your, your talent in your genius zone. And the last, last one is going to be your, your values. What is important to you, right? Uh, whether is it family, whether it's relationship, whether it's community, or it can be sustainability, right? Something related to environment. So once you identify this, you know, three spot of the triangle, the central part is actually your clarity, right? So what I'm enjoy doing, uh, what I'm good at, and what actually bring my value into my life. So these are the 
area that I'm doing it for myself and also helping my clients to find their clarity. Makes a lot of sense. I think a, a lot of people often doesn't stop and think of what they want. And I think just give that self time to yourself and really get to know yourself, right? Because it's it's really yeah. easy to just keep going and, and do not give yourself that time to do that simple exercise, the golden triangle, for example. Yeah. I like that. I think it's a good tip in there. If we're moving into the, the judgment, again, you mentioned it before, I think there's peer pressure in your community, uh, in, in many areas. So and, and that vulnerability, it's really, really important. So in order to be brave, you need mm-hmm. to start sort of be open to sort of like your strengths, your not, and sort of how, how to behave. But, but tell us more about it. How develop courage and, and, and resilience to sort of that little voice in your head or, or, or whatever mm-hmm. stoppers oneself create. Yes, yes. Like you mentioned, right, um, knowing your strength and your weaknesses definitely is is one of the way. Um, but I think most important is to build self-confidence. And I think self-confidence is that a lot of time when we are unclear about something, we are going outwards. That means we are seeking for external validations. We are seeking for external advice. It's good that we are asking for advice, right? We, we wanted to know different opinions. Uh, we wanted to see things from different perceptions. It's important. But I think at the end of the day, you really need to know truly who you are as a person, right? Uh, and it's again bringing what brings you joy, what brings you happiness. And don't be afraid to actually uh, face your fear because a lot of time we tend to brush away our fear. And uh, But I think that giving yourself time to actually sit down and identify what is your fear and actually think about that, right? Giving your test, yourself time to actually going through the feelings of having fear in your life, right? And really give time and space to actually reconnect with yourself because one, you're actually having that reconnect, that kind of healthy relationship with yourself. You see and love who you are as a person. You know, it's come to self-love and self-acceptance. Then whatever you are doing, right, you know that it's going to bring you happy. Right. It, it's not so much about whether this person is agree with what I'm doing or, you know, what people are going to think of me. But the moment you have that kind of self-love, self-awareness and, and, and self-confidence, you become your inner compass. Right. Whenever it's like a shift when in your middle of the ocean storm and everything, you lost your way. But you have that kind of inner compass in you and it's going to guide you through the storm. Right. For me, I, I like to use, you know, a visualization because it's always easy for us to actually Think about that, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's actually helped us to navigate around um, unclear, uneasy situations. So fear of judgment, the opposite of fear of judgment is that self-love, self-care, self-awareness. And, and, and for me, that is, is very important. Yeah. I think this is a, just back to how you, your services and how important it is that inner inner love, inner beauty to sort of change that out, right? So, so yes. the word that one, one self has to do, I think is really important. Everything that you say, I think, makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I think it just really encompasses everything and how you work in terms of getting the, the inner beauty, the inner love to make a change, right, for, for better. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people is listening and are saying, yeah, I totally get it. I understand the golden triangle. I understand how the vulnerability, the judgments, and I understand the theory. But how do I put it in practice, right? How do I get the balance with my current life to where I want to be and 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 how do I make it work, right? Because yes. you mentioned it like what are your successes and how you how you measure it, but how can that transformation happen? How can we make it tangible? Yes, yes. So I think that is also where a lot of people uh because you know it's only stop at the idea, at the thought. Um, but they need to bring it into life. And I think one of the easier ways, it sounds easy, but I know it's not, is actually 
take action, right? Take action, you know, just two simple words. But a lot of people are actually are not taking actions and it's always stop at the thought. So I feel that if you feel like you are like to do something, if you feel that it's something that's making you happy, do it more often and don't just, you know, do it once a while. Set a routine to it. You know, whether it's going for yoga, picking up a new skill or, you know, meeting people, join different communities, um, talking to new people, widen your network. But actually, you need to be conscious about that. You need to take an action and you need to do it consistently. So for me, it's all about setting a time. We always have our calendar that filled with meetings and errands and everything. But how many of us actually making a time on our calendar to do something for ourselves? So first and foremost, you need to slot a time on your calendar and you need to commit to it. So for me, that is the very first, first thing to actually bring it to life. And the second thing, so it's more about the outer works, right? So I'm talking about outer works and also inner works. So inner work is, uh, and this is something I love to do, is that journaling. Journaling might not be everybody kind of cup of tea, I get it. But for me, it's actually have changed my life in, in, in a major way, right? And a lot of time is, you can just, journaling could be like, you know, having a diary, right? Actually reflecting your emotions, your thoughts, what is going through your day. But journaling here is about let your subconscious mind flow through effortlessly. Whatever coming to your mind, you're just going to write it down on a piece of paper. Let it go through and then observe your thoughts. Observe, observe what actually going through your mind at part of time. Because a lot of time when we just keep our thoughts and ideas into our mind, we actually kind of let it slip away. But when we actually put it on our paper, actually we kind of, you know, bring it to life. And when we read it, mm -hmm. we reflect on it. It's actually re reinforced that actually we have a plan. This is what we wanted to do. This is what, you know, make us feel happy. So for me, it's definitely about, you know, setting a time, doing something that is important to you, and also spending time journaling, writing down your thoughts, your emotion, your plans and everything. I love that. And, I, and I'm a great believer in journaling too. I think um, as a coach and, and, and yourself, nobody knows better than yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that's what journaling does. Basically, that, that's sort of like letting it out and sort of judging yourself and giving your space to sort of process it and thinking about it. It's a fantastic way to start. And I, and I love that. Obviously, uh, your, you, you, the, the transformations that you do and the people that you work with is absolutely confidential, but I would love to for people to hear examples of sort of how people, you've seen the journey of many people and sort of how do they change it with all these beautiful tools that you share today, mm. where they were and where they now. I would love mm -hmm. to hear a little bit more, just for it to inspire more people to do the jump and, and, and go for the courage. Yes. What I really love about being a coach is that, you know, is give me the ability and opportunity to hold space for others. And there's quite a few of times uh, ladies who, who came to me uh, for a coaching call and in the middle of conversation, they burst into tears. Uh, they started to cry and, um, you know, it just allowed them to be themselves. It's allowed them to let a stranger like me, you know, just five, 10 minutes ago, we can be completely stranger. But I feel that sometimes it's easier for you to be true to yourself with stranger rather than with, people that's close to you. And when we started, right, it was very confused, very sad, having no ideas what to do, or, you know, really lack a lot of clarity in them. But just after the 45 or one hour kind of coaching, they they felt a light in them, right? They felt hope. And another way that can also help my client is that actually, and a lot of them were saying that, hey, Tiffany, by talking to you, I feel that actually whatever I wanted to do is so much easier than I thought. But a lot of time, you know, they let themselves overwhelming with the idea that they have to do so many steps. But sometimes the easiest ways for you to do it, you just need to think what is the next step you need to, to, to work on, right? You don't have to think about 10 steps ahead, but just the next 
step that you need to work on. And it's always important that I have to make sure that, you know, at the end of the call, tell me, you know, what is your biggest takeaway from our today conversation? That is also the way for them to reinforce what we are talking about. It's a way for them to remind themselves that, oh, you know, this is how I feel. And this is going to be something I'm going to work on. And always encourage them to make a plan, right? Slot time in their calendar. If they wanted to do something for themselves, something that they find joy, like I mentioned earlier, make a purpose to plan for it, right? Or, or for example, if someone who wanted to eat healthy, right? Don't just think about that. Do something about that. Then I teach them, you know, simple, easy recipe that they can just do it on a daily basis. So that is through coaching, right? Um, transform people's fears and expectation by breaking them down into mini actions so that they can work on, in, on it immediately. Uh, and through trainings, so in fact, uh, two days ago, I also have a trainings on uh, refine your presence with confidence with the ladies. So I teach them how to actually how to walk, how to dress, how to carry themselves with more confidence. Uh, so again, you know, everything was very easy tips for them to do, but at the same time, it has to be personalized, right? So that is the advantage of working with the uh, social image I get that is actually, I help them to transform their look. But it's not so much about look, but it's also about how they carry themselves and what mm. kind of conversation that they have with themselves. So these are the kind of work that I've been doing with my clients through coaching and also through training. Yeah. Right. And I think a, a good takeaway for here, and it keeps coming up, is action, right? And it's sort of yeah. like you want something, don't think right at the end, think about what you want to get and break it down in actionable little exactly. pieces, easy to achieve, easy to keep going. And that's how you get to, to the final uh, post, just breaking it down and making it easy. I think that that's really clear on, on your message there, Tiffany. Yes. I think this has been an amazing conversation. I think you have given uh, great tools and really practical ways that people can get closer to their goals and to the place where make them happier. I mean, and, and, and truly have joy. I love that when, when you share it. Is there anything else that would you like to uh, say, Tiffany, as your final words? to get people on how to be more courageous. Yes. So being courageous, right, is also mean that do not afraid to ask for help, right? A lot of things that a lot of time we think that asking for help is a sign of weakness, but actually asking for help is a sign of strength, right? A lot of time, like even myself, right? A lot of time I think I'm a superwoman. I can do it all. I, I'm not going to ask for help. But actually the moment I ask for help, the moment I lean in my community rather than fall out, it's actually giving me a lot of courage to actually pursue my dreams, you know, pursue my life career. So I think it's really about uh, leaning into your community, you know, find your own tribe. Or, you know, if you need, you know, find a coach, work with a coach, uh, whichever ways that bring in uh, that kind of support that you truly need. For me, that is a great size of having a courage. Actually, I think when you're with like-minded people, things make more sense than when you are against the mm. current. So absolutely. Yes. Yes. And I have one more question for you, Tiffany. That's a question that I ask to everybody on the podcast. So do you have a daily wellness practice? Yes, I do. So in every morning, I would love to make my own breakfast. Uh, and my favorite breakfast is making smoothie. So uh, I also run smoothie workshops for, for my followers and also my, my clients as well. So I love to make smoothies. So always I'm going to spend some time really making my own breakfast. And then, you know, after that, um, usually before breakfast, I will spend time uh, taking a walk. So I will drop my daughter at school and then going for like a 30, 45 minutes walk uh, nearby uh, my house. 
or you know i'm gonna go for a yoga class i love yoga so i've been practicing yoga for the last 10 12 years so, so i love it so definitely my you know go-to daily practice is having my breakfast and then you know going for a walk or so going for my yoga class nice i like your routine and i think that's so important just to set you up for a fantastic day yeah. and and get all your head and body everything in place <laughs> exactly exactly so once again, Tiffany, thank you so much for your time. An absolutely pleasure to have you here with us and with all these sharings. Uh, and once again, thank you so much, Monse, to let me be a part of the Wellness Food. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, you know, listening to the next few podcasts with other amazing people as well. So uh, once again, thank you so much. Thank you. The pleasure is mine. Have a lovely day. You Take too. Care. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Wellness Hut today. If you're as intrigued by today's conversation as we are and want to dive deeper or connect with our guests, visit our website at www.thewellnesshub.com. There, you'll find links to our guest work, articles and ways to connect with us on social media. Your thoughts, questions and suggestions are essential to shaping our future episodes. Let's co-create a space that resonates with your interests and empowers your wellness journey. We truly appreciate your support and can't wait to have you back with us for our next chat. Until then, take care and consider adding one little thing to your life that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm.